Welcome to Night Animosity. I'm your host, Jordan. And this is Shelby. It's Monday, August 16th, 2010, and we're here to give you guys the latest tech news. Um, sorry we haven't been posting our podcast lately. Um, we were on vacation for the past week, and we decided to do something different to the beginning of every podcast from now on. We're going to name the top 10 app downloads of the week for Android and iPhone. And they're going to be the free app, so you guys don't even have to pay for them. So, let's start off our podcast with our top 10 Android apps. Starting at number 1, we have Chrome to Phone. At number 2, we have the Talking Tomcat. At number 3, we have TweetDeck. At number 4, we have Lingo. At number 5, we have VR Tunnel Live Wallpaper. At number 6, we have App Brain App Market. At number 7, we have Gesture Search. At number 8, we have the Barcode Scanner. At number 9, we have Launcher Pro. And at number 10, we have the Multicon Widget. For free Apple iPhone apps of the top 10, we have Ninjump, Glow Puzzle, Cash Cab, City Story, Street Ball, Lasers Free, Hop 100 by Bing, that is a 60-day free trial, so you will have to pay 99 cents after 60 days. Mega Jump, Chictionary by Bing, and Retina Wallpapers, 640 by 950 HD, oh, 640 by 960 HD wallpaper and backgrounds. That's it, and we will start with Apple. Hiring an NFC expert to manage mobile phone commerce. Shelby, would you like to start this off? Well, what this is is well, what this is is um the iPhone is kind of turning into like a credit card thing. So you could like purchase stuff off of your iPhone and use it as like um <laughs> as like concert tickets to get into concerts instead of actually giving them a ticket. Right, so you're going to be able to take your iPhone, walk up to a cash register, and swipe it in front of the cash, like in front of the little credit card sliding thing. I don't even know what that's called. But you'll swipe it in front of there, and you'll be able to pay. It'll be kind of cool. iTunes is starting off with concert tickets, I think. That's what this article says in the description. And, um... You can use coupons. They, yeah, they hired... A guy named ben- Benjamin Vigier. V I G I E R. I don't really know how to pronounce his last name. But, um, so he's going to be working on that. On, like, the pay with your phone stuff. Um, so that that's going to be pretty interesting when people walk up to the cash register and start paying with their iPhones. <laughs> um, another iPhone slash iPad update is that a man in China who's 22 years old, he's a programmer, he lives in Shenzhen, China, um, created a iPod case called the Apple Peel 520. What this is, is something that goes around the edge of your iPod and plugs into the bottom dock connector in the bottom, and it turns your iPod into an iPhone. It's got a little microphone built in, and um, it gives you five hours of talk time and 120 hours of standby. Um, the creator of this 
won't give anybody his real name or his phone number, but his name is Max B on his Google, like his online name. Um, he said that in China, the iPhone is between 588 to $740, and an iPod Touch is around $235. So he decided to turn an iPod into an iPhone because he's not paying $600 for an iPod, for an iPhone. So he created the device called Apple Peel, $57, and I think it's a pretty smart idea. Um, he's trying to see what Apple thinks about it. His company is called Yo Yoscion Technology, and they're trying to make sure that they're not, like, not following any of Apple's criterias. They're going to try to contact the CEO of Apple to see if they can mass produce it, which is Steve Jobs, you're going to contact him. So I think that'll be pretty cool in China when people are walking around with iPod cases on, the, on their iPods that turns into phones. There are some glitches about it, though, and that is that the Apple Peel does not support 3G, and when you make calls, there's a little bit of lag time. So you'll talk, and then the person will get it like a second later, probably. And deleting and forwarding text messages are not available. So you can't delete or forward your messages. Um, you will also have to, um, what's it called, put um, software on your iPod that allows you to have your text messaging app. You're also going to have to get through the iPod interface software to install the um, more important stuff like the software that does the phone part and everything. Um, so it's a pretty cool thing to save money with. And Shelby, you want to do the next topic for us? Okay, I'll do it. Um, so New York City has been um, has a trash sucking island it's called and what it does is it's on Roosevelt Island and what people do there is they put their garbage into a tunnel in their tall apartment buildings and it sucks them up at like 30 miles an hour sometimes it reaches 60 miles an hour and they're 20 inch tubes there's three turbines for each side of the island for the east side there's three for the west side there's three and those turbines suck the garbage to the garbage disposal plan, pretty much. And they get put into containers, compacted, and shipped out to the nearest landfill or incinerator. Um, this has been running for 40 years, but it's been running really well. And they've had um, Christmas trees, frying pans, big shelves, like the shelves of a dress of um a bookshelf shoved in there and they've all gotten they've all been able to take them out so they're thinking that maybe we could start spreading this throughout the United States we already have one or we have one in Disney World it runs underground um we also have in the world there are a bunch of European countries that have this already. Um, it's only in the residential towers, which are like the big tall apartment buildings, 
but I'm sure if they put it in the United States, people will start getting them run up to the house, like city water and sewage and stuff. So, I'm pretty interested on it. Montreal, uh, Toronto, actually, is planning on getting it in Canada, too. So that should be pretty interesting. Um, so, next for our next topic, Shelby's going to give us our information on Verizon customers wanting an iPhone. Well, Verizon was thinking about getting the iPhone for and like making it so that people could buy it from AT and T. But um, the eight. <laughs> okay, Shelby. Let me clarify for Shelby. She made no sense in that sentence. Um, Verizon is or Apple is creating a CM a CDMA iPhone, which will be available for Verizon customers. Um, it'll get rid of a little bit of AT&T and Sprint's customers, so AT&T's network runs faster, and Verizon's will slow down a little bit, but that's not a very hard thing for Verizon to fix. Apple, or AT&T, has a problem with their network because they have the things to fix it, they're just not, they're just taking their complete time to fix those problems with the network. Verizon will move much faster when they fix their issues. Um, it says that 22% of Sprint customers um, would go for the Verizon iPhone, 20% of T-Mobile customers would go for a Verizon iPhone, and 23% of AT&T customers would go to the Verizon phone because the network is so slow on AT&T. Um, 53% of Verizon customers, according to a survey from ChangeWave, which had 4,000 U.S. customers, found that 53% of the Verizon subscribers were wanting an iPhone on Verizon's network. And that means a lot of people on AT&T will probably move to Verizon also, because AT&T really gets annoying when they come to things like that. But this will also affect the Android devices because not as many people will be buying those. So there's drawbacks and there's positive things that can happen to this stuff or to this um, iPhone moving to Verizon. So what do you have to say about this? Um well I think it's a good idea but it's also a bad idea for all the other companies who are gonna be losing their customers. But I think it's good for people who have Verizon, though, so they could get the iPhone instead of having to switch over to AT&T or whatever. So I think it's good, but bad. I think it'll be a pretty interesting thing to see the within the next few years. More and more networks getting the iPhone. That'd be pretty cool. Okay, next we have um, our greasy fingers from, like, eating KFC, let's say are giving up our Android passcodes. This is a sort of big issue if somebody wants to ha get into yeah. your Android device because you know how you have to connect the dots to make your personalized shape that unlocks your phone? Well, if you have greasy fingers, they could see the fingerprints and see your passcode. Right. The University of Pennsylvania tested how easily the passwords could be found. And they found that 92% of the time, it was 
completely identifiable what your passcode was. Thank God to the Froyo, it had to the new Froyo update. It has a query password option, or you <clears throat> would have to take your finger if you like the dotted line thing. Take your finger, dip it in grease, and smudge your finger all over the screen so people can tell after you used it. Or simply just wipe it off on your shirt before you put it in your pocket in case you lose it. That's the end of our podcast today. This was Jordan. And this was Shelby. And we'll see you guys next time. Uh, This podcast was sponsored by RazorLife.com, living your life on the cutting edge. We'll see you next time.